great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Monday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Hope you had a great weekend. I did in Rhode Island with my grandkids, and I finally made it to the very scenic Rocky Point State Park in Rhode Island. Wow. It is amazing. Stopped by Iggy's uh, for some seafood, and I'm back here now in front of the microphones here at Iconic. Iconic, that is, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Timothy Klein, 31-year-old Timothy Klein. We must never forget our first responders as firefighter. FDNY Timothy Klein has died in the line of duty. Many others injured after responding to a fire Sunday afternoon in Brooklyn. This is two years. Firefighter Klein, two years after he gave a moving eulogy for a fellow firefighter who also died in the line of Duty, a six-year veteran, again, 31 years old. I will have more on that. Some of the other stories that I am watching this morning, back to Syracuse, New York. I'm not done with it yet. Why am I not done with the eight-year-old and the police and the bag of chips? As I said, because the police are owed an apology. And the young man, I didn't want to reveal this on Friday until I could confirm it, cold. But the young man, the eight-year-old in the viral video that got national attention, has been involved with law enforcement again. Again. This time, this is after the chip, uh, bag of chip, chips incident. This time for an apparent armed robbery with a knife in which... uh, the eight-year-old is accused of threatening another child and stealing that child's bicycle. No knife was seen. He was with his uh, brothers. They were not charged. The eight-year-old now has to appear in family court. It's remarkable what's going on with that situation. As it relates to Ukraine, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken and Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin met with President Zelensky in Ukraine Sunday, 13 days after British Prime Minister Boris Johnson received wide praise for flying to the war torn nation and walking the streets in Ukraine with Zelensky. It just seems that the U.S. is in the position of being the best way to say this, a follower, followers, rather than the world leader. And New York City has the brand new Uh, anti-gun teams to take guns off the streets. Well, guess what? Several suspects busted by this team with weapons, including with some weapons that were loaded, the new anti-gun unit, back out on the street within hours of their arrest. Thanks to uh, judges, And, you know, folks, it's just an open-door policy. And what's the point of having these teams on the street and these officers risking their lives if these suspects are going to be right back on the 
Street. We are taking your telephone calls, of course, as we start this Monday, uh, the, this brand new week off, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. We are taking your calls on a number of topics, that situation in Syracuse with the eight-year-old. I mean, maybe maybe family court needs to remove custody of the children uh, from this household because these kids seem to be on the track of uh, becoming uh, career criminals at a young age, and the police are not supposed to stop them because if the police stop them, then the Syracuse Police Department is racist. That's what the folks in the woke community would have you believe. But we can never forget our first responders. You and I are preparing for later today, for Monday, for the brand new week. And firefighter Klein, his family, tragically, is preparing for a funeral. Firefighter killed in the line of duty on Sunday. Let's start off with the telephone calls. Let's go to our friend Jennifer up in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. It's nice to hear you as always. Thank you. Um, nice I, to chat with you as well. Thanks. Um, I, I I would appreciate just a brief couple of moments of indulgence here. I'll be quick. But I think it's important um, that we all take a moment to honor and pray for um, business, the 22-year-old National Guardsman who passed um, trying to save what he thought were two migrants that were potentially drowning. They ended up being drug smugglers. Um, but he, without hesitation, he was under no command. He, he risked his own life going in, and he knows people drowning that river every day. And he went in selflessly. And uh, he's an African-American young man, 22 years old. And I don't know why it is that in this country, everyone will know Dante Wright's name. And everyone will know Michael Brown's name. But who's going to know Bishop Evans' name? And, and, um, and, and you know what, Jennifer, uh, I have to be completely honest with you. I, mm-hmm. you know, I was in Rhode Island over the weekend, you know, at the state park and all that type of stuff. I didn't know anything about this incident as well. But but you make a very valid point. If it's Dante Wright, oh, that's all I'll say. Oh, I'm not going to go any further because if I go any further, I'll get 100 emails. And I don't I don't uh I don't feel like going through that this morning, but please continue with your point. Oh, and, and I appreciate the opportunity to speak. And I just, in a lot of ways, I looked at his Facebook postings and stuff. He seemed like such a regular guy, but he was clearly an honorable, self-motivated man who was trying to become a better man every day, you know? And he put on that uniform, and he did what he was asked to do for this country that's supposed to be a country. Well, if you don't have a border, you're not a sovereign nation. So I don't even know, God bless him, what he really, what that uniform stood for, sadly. And if I could say one other thing, there was an officer killed today in South Carolina. You see the picture of Dominic. He's 27 years old. He was shot five years ago when he was 22, got back, got back to work, and he was killed today going to a domestic. He was a, a canine officer. He had a beautiful black lab, happy as a clam in his picture with this beautiful black lab, just a young man, 27. And I'll be honest with you, I was so upset when I had read that. The name, I just had blanked on his name, but anyone can find it. And uh, I wish that I did have his name because we should honor these men and women. They're the best amongst us. Yes. And they give so freely so that we can sleep well at night. Yes. And it really hurts me that we lift up people in this society that, for the most part, are no damn good. And we make them out to be something that they're not and um it's it's just very upsetting the last thing and i'm sorry to take so much time um just as far as going forward i i really hope that uh that family um in syracuse for those children's sakes i hope someone's taken a good strong look at that because god forbid those kids are going to either end up hurting someone or getting hurt or killed and they're they're right around the corner from their teen years and then The bigger question uh, becomes, at age eight, how did they learn? When did they learn 
that they could get away with victimizing people and they are continually doing so. Jennifer, I thank you for the call. Thank you. And, and, you know, maybe I would say have a cup of coffee, but not at bedtime. So maybe have a, a cup of uh, decaffeinated tea and try and take it easy and, and get some rest. And, and you brought up some very, very good points. Dominic Carter here with you folks as we kick off Monday morning here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to uh, Michael on the east side. Good morning, Michael, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Hey, Dominic. Thank you for taking the call. If you remember, uh, uh, I was in line ready to speak to you, but you had to break for the end of the show. In any event, same situation in a restaurant where I work, east side, nice neighborhood, this well-dressed, you know, in a nice ski jacket comes in about a week ago. Um, Young black kid, I'm guessing he must have been about maybe nine. And when kids come in, I always say, hi, because they come in, you know, after school, three o'clock-ish. Mm-hmm. And I say, hi, and uh, what's your favorite subject? Oh, mathematics. I said, that's great. That means you're a smart kid. And mm-hmm. he's smiled. And he goes over to the uh, cans of sodas, you know, and uh, he takes two sodas, and then he slowly starts to walk towards the door. And I said, oh, excuse me, but, you know, you need to pay for that. He said, uh, oh, I can't. So then he goes and he puts the sodas, starts to put the sodas back. I said, "Um, you know, if you're thirsty, I'll be glad to give you a bottle of water. No. He wanted something sweet. Didn't have the money, so he figured he could, he could. Take it. So please, so please tell me, Michael, that this was a nice-looking kid. So please tell me I that you did not give him it. the sodas. I hope you did not. Oh no, 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 no! He went back and put the sodas away. Mm-hmm. You know, he put them back. Mm-hmm. But I was broken-hearted. He was the sweet-looking kid. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite subject? Mathematics. So I said, yeah, you know. So you're a smart kid, and he smiled. Somebody who's interested in mathematics isn't some sort of dunce just going uh, to school 8 to 3 and can't wait to get home kind of thing. It was so discouraging. And again, he was well-dressed. Right. Well, Michael. I mean, this must be multiplied who knows how many times. Well, Michael, I I thank you for the call, and I I know it's heartbreaking to have to uh, experience that. And to see that in real time occur. And, you know, hopefully it won't happen too many more times uh, to you. But these are the times that we live in. And, uh, you know, if you listen to the woke crowd, law enforcement is supposed to respond and say, well, young man, um, uh, uh," and basically give them an invitation to do it again. And uh, the police in Syracuse, no doubt about it. I made this point on Friday after uh, after studying those uh, body cam videos. They are owed an apology for how professional they were with those kids and the father. And that man, notice he's disappeared that recorded the initial the initial confrontation. He's disappeared because his game is up. He tried to start a an incident, possibly a riot, and got caught. He almost got away with it if their body cams had not been working. Those officers, their their law enforcement careers would have been in deep trouble if that man that recorded this incident, if that was the final word on what had happened, what had happened in Syracuse, New York. I see their calls on uh, firefighter Timothy Klein. We'll get to that in just a second. But let's go to um, let's go to Frank in Queens. Good morning, Frank. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominique. How are you? I'm well. Go right ahead, please. I'm glad you took my call, and um, I want to address a few things. First, I want to ask a question. Okay, pl- Frank, you got to move a little faster. We have a lot All of right. calls. Go, go right ahead. All right. 
should there be a standard, the same standard for everybody? And as you said, the police, you made it seem very vague. The police are owed an apology, which makes it seem like the whole police department as opposed to the individual. To that, I would also say that if that's the standard, then are black people owed an apology because we're often demonized by the actions of one. Bigger than all of this, as we, as you made a statement that, that I disagree with wholeheartedly, that this child should be taken away from his family because now I said possibly, possibly, possibly. But go ahead, go ahead, Frank. Possibly, because so now you're looking into the future that these kids, because they stole something, are on the path to being okay. Okay, so let let me. Okay, so Frank and 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 Frank, please please stay with me. Okay, don't don't hang up. So so, I I'm curious. How many times do you think? these children should have to do what they're doing. Kids should be allowed to be children, man, and they should. Okay, wait, 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 Frank, 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 please, please, because I'm short on time, so we got to be concise with each other. I'm just asking you a simple question. With these children involved, how many opportunities should they get? For my offenses, man, this is a nation of forgiveness. We should forgive them. We have to remember okay, that. Okay, wait, wait, Frank, 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 please. Are you going to answer my question or not? Sources. And let's deal Frank, with wait, Frank, 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 I'm trying to have a conversation with you. But in order to have a conversation, I can respond to you. You respond to me. Please, how many opportunities do you think these children should receive? For minor crimes, it should be endless. For minor little things like that, their lives should not be ruined. Okay, okay, okay. So wait a minute. But wait, you still are not answering my question, Frank. How many opportunities should they have to rob or steal from someone else? It should be endless. For minor crimes, it should be endless. This is a nation that's supposed to be of forgiveness. Okay, all right. Okay, okay, okay. So wait, 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 wait. So you said it should be endless. Okay, I. that's your answer. I disagree with you, but I respect you. That That's your answer. So now the last incident after the one uh, with the chips, and this has happened four or five times already. Now, remember, it costs taxpayers every time the police have to respond to these children. And now the same child has been given a, a, a ticket to appear in juvenile court because there was a alleged armed robbery of a bicycle allegedly involving this child. Uh, but the police say they did not find a knife, so you don't find that Frank is serious. They should be they should be pat on the hand, pat on the uh, hand again. Don't 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 put words in my mouth. Sir. Okay, but I'm, Frank, I'm tra- tra- again. Let me let me Frank, wait a minute, Frank, Frank, Frank. It's just that I don't have all day to engage you, so I'm tr- because there are a lot of people that want to get their points across. So I'm trying to move our conversation a little faster. Please go ahead. Okay, for violations, once again, it should be endless. Now, no, 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 no. The question was with a knife. That was the question. There's no knife found, so that's a lie. Now, the kid may be okay. very well be, being set up. Oh. There was no knife so, found. So, so, so the, the kid is being set there. up. Oh, my God. Okay, Frank, please continue with your point. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go okay. ahead. And my point is this. Our children need to be treated as the victims that they are and not the, not, not the source of the problems. They are the victims of the problem, not the source of the problems. And until we get to the source that is creating this mindset that this country is setting precedent as a false leader leading its children, Mr. Stray, there's going to always be this problem. Okay, they so Frank, so, so Frank, okay, wait, 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 wait. So you said they're the victims, right? So even though the child allegedly stole a bag of chips, even though there were numerous reports in the community from business leaders complaining about these kids, they're the victims. Yeah. Well, these kids, well, these kids just fell out the sky. No, these kids inherited this world on fire. They are the victims of the problem. And until we get the source to the root source of the problems, it's going to always be this. So what? What's, following the lead of this so, country. So Frank, this Frank, 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 wait. Well, listen. So, so what's the root cause? You said the country. Frank, this this country is a bunch of thieves. The country, the problem, and this country is following the, these children are following the leads of this country and its leaders and its politicians. So, That's so, right. so it, it doesn't have anything to do with discipline in the home. Well, you know, you could look at all the statistics. Those who have been disciplined and beaten in the home, that's why corporal punishment, the Eighth Amendment has abandoned it, because those who have been beaten and chastised like that, they they turn out to be worse. This is supposed to be a Christian nation of forgiveness, but never do you see any forgiveness for any of these young black children. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, well, Frank, Frank, I want you to hold on. I, I have a I have a call here from uh, Jacqueline in Brooklyn, and she wants to comment on what you're saying. I have no idea what Jacqueline wants to say, but just hold on for a second, please. And I'm now going to go to uh, Jacqueline's call. Good morning, Jacqueline. You've been listening to Frank. What do you think? Yes, good morning, Dominic, and good morning to you as well, Frank. Um, I, I understand, Frank, your perspective and saying that it's a Christian nation and forgiveness, we're a nation that should forgive. However, I've been listening to Dominic talking about this for the past several evenings, and originally I felt that this was just an eight-year-old child. A lot of eight-year-olds are not capable of even tying their own shoelaces or wiping their own behind, but... Now, Dominic brought out some additional information. There has got to be something going on in this child's world. He could have some uh, emotional problems. There could be a learned behavior, whether it's from someone in the neighborhood, someone around him, someone that he's in contact with. And possibly, if there's gang activity, they're now turning an 8-year-old child that used to be innocent into an armed thief. Jacqueline, I agree with you. Frank, what's your response? And I'm glad I noticed that you've given Jacqueline a, a long time of interrupting. Okay, wait, 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 Frank, Frank, Frank. You have been on for several minutes. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand. No, no, Frank, 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 Frank. I'll, I'll, I'll respond in Frank, Frank, calm down. I don't want to cut you off. I really don't. So please, just, so Frank, please, just work with me, okay? So I'm giving yes, you your say, uh, but when you were making very vague statements, and I had to clarify a little bit. I will give you the same time that Jacqueline just had, and then Thank I have you. to move on. Go right ahead. There is clearly something going on in that young man saying there's clearly something going on in the, the young heads of all of these kids. And it is the world and the state stage that has built the world, the, the stage that has been set by this country and its policies, the way it acts on this world. It is clearly all of these kids, most of these kids right now are rightfully traumatized and they rightfully do not know how to act because they're being misled and they're being mistaught purposely. And their, their parents don't have anything to do with it, Frank. Their parents have been mistaught and misled to, and their parents okay. have a lot to do with it. But the parents are not the only ones to blame. The parents, society, and this country is also to blame. Okay. The criminal justice system, the politicians are to blame. There's a lot of blame to go around okay. in, many places, in many places. Well, Frank, I thank you for the call. Jacqueline, you have the final word on this. Okay, I'd like to ask you a follow-up question, Frank. Well, Frank, Frank is, Frank, is Frank still with us or is Frank gone? Okay, quickly, please, because I have to move on to the other callers. Go right ahead, Jacqueline. Why are not why is not every single child behaving the way this child is? Well, it's a simple a simple answer. Why isn't every um, police um fighting for freedom and justice? Why isn't every police uphold it? I mean, come on, these people act react differently. Everybody is everybody has the right to react differently. Not saying it's right or wrong. People react differently. You can have the same children growing up in household, one becomes a doctor, one becomes a criminal. It has a lot to do with one's own, and it has a lot to do with one's own interpersonal makeup and genetics. Don't you think society and the community as a whole has an obligation toward this particular child that seems to be? Would you agree that he's based on the information that Dominic presented? Would you agree or not that he is not behaving the way most normal eight-year-olds behave? Most normal eight-year-olds get in trouble and steal things. That's not a correct statement. Most they just call it, yo, let boys be boys. You know, kids of all ages do a lot of different things. They have to learn. Yes, this little boy needs help. He needs help. He needs help. He does not need to be ostracized. He does not need to be demonized. His life does not need to be ruined. Little young black boys and brown boys and immigrants that run foul of the law should be given the same opportunities, exact same opportunities to turn their lives around as rich white kids. It's okay. a double standard. Why, Let's why be honest. Should race have anything to do with it? What if it was a white child? Would you feel the same or would you feel different? If this, was, if this was a white child, I'd feel the same way, but it would not be publicized and it would not happen to a white kid. Why does race have anything to do with it? Because if we're going to be honest, racism is a big problem in this country and it always has been. And okay. until we admit that, then we are on ourselves being racist. Okay. If we do I, not admit that I, I have to step in. 
Thank you, Frank, for the call. Thank you, Jacqueline, for the call. Before I take a break, let's go to Al in Manhattan. Good morning, Al. What's on your mind? Hey, how are you? I'm good. Um, Good. I'd like to just comment on on the gentleman before, because I'm a father of four. I'm a white man, but I never considered myself a white father, just a father. And I was listening to a lady talk about some eight-year-olds can't wipe their behinds and they don't know how to tie their shoelaces. Well, I'm sure that's the case. But in my family, that's not the case. In my family, I stood there. I wasn't an absentee father. I own a couple of businesses, and I work at nighttime. So, but I make sure that I take care of my children because I'm accountable. See, that's the word that's missing here, accountability. People forget about that. It's easy to point the finger and say, yeah, you're a racist. But I'll tell you what, that's not the truth. The truth of the matter is be accountable. That gentleman, Frank, is part of the problem because I can hear the way he's talking. And Frank is saying, well, these kids were born into a hell with fire and uh, they, they're living in a fire or whatever he said. But if there's a fire and you see it and you're an accountable person, throw some water on it. Fix it. Don't go blaming people. Fix it. That's all I can say. Well, Al, I did. It might be great. Al, I I agree with you, and thank you for the call, folks. I've got to take a break. I'm late on the uh, commercial break here. I just want to point out an email I just received from uh, one of the listeners of the program, Tanya uh, Covington, an African American woman, and she says people like Frank are constantly justifying criminal action. Crime will continue to rise until someone takes action. Unfortunately, it will be a Bernard Getz situation. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Time for a break. More of your telephone calls when we come back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. A firefighter lost his uh, life a few hours ago Sunday. Firefighter Timothy Klein. And we are in a Brooklyn fire. We are talking about the kid, the eight-year-old in Syracuse, uh, has since that incident with the chips been accused of uh, stealing another child's uh, bicycles, been issued a ticket to appear in juvenile court. Before we go, I see the phones are lit on uh, this child situation, but for a moment, let's discuss uh, FDNY firefighter Timothy Klein. Abe in Paramus, New Jersey. Good morning. What's on your mind? Abe, go right ahead. So I think every New Yorker should take a minute and just acknowledge Timothy Klein, acknowledge the first responders, acknowledge, I mean, the crime was up. I think we were down by two arrests in the New York City subway system versus where we were in February. I think New Yorker has to take a moment, recognize men in blue, the firefighters, all the first responders, what they do for this city, because the city is challenged right now. Yes. But we would be significantly more challenged for not for the men in blue and the firefighters. So at minimum, we got to take that moment and acknowledge them and respect them and thank them. But I just want to comment just for one minute, because I know everybody's animated about the Frank and the, and the comments that we heard the last couple of minutes. I'll tell you the truth. I'm a little bit disappointed with Mayor, with the, you know, I think Eric Adams is, is, is advocating a message of 
you know, enforcing crime and changing things versus the Blasi administration. But candidly, he's in the office 110 days. You know, it doesn't take this long to really show meaningful impact. You know, Dominic, Agreed. if your ratings are down, if your ratings are down 110 days into your job, you're being called into your manager's office. You can you can bet your life on it. You can bet your we we are measured we are measured in every way that you can imagine in terms of our performance. One hundred and ten days. Candidly, I know Eric Adams. You know he's trying. He's doing the right thing. But candidly, I am disappointed. There's no chance that the New York City economy, the businesses, will come back under this environment. And if he really wants to increase the tax revenue, the businesses, the jobs, the restaurants, the retail, it's not going to happen if you grade him over the 110 days. So, Eric Adams, if you're listening, you've got to step up and show some change in a matter of days, not months. Well, Abe, I thank you for the call. I thank you, and you made some very uh, valid uh, points there. Uh, a lot of calls on this uh, kid, the eight-year-old in Syracuse. Another incident since the Chips um, uh, encounter with the Syracuse police. I am telling you, those officers and the Syracuse Police Department, they are owed an apology. After I saw all of the body cam videos, they used tremendous restraint. That man that recorded the first tape was trying to agitate them. And he should be arrested for what he did. And they went over and above in dealing with this child and his siblings to take them home, talk to them in a very professional, nice way, almost fatherly figure type way with their father, with their father. Let's go back to the telephone calls. Audrey, our friend Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I have a question. So when you refer to the woke, I've been trying to understand that. What, what does that mean? Who's the woke? You, you know, Audrey, that, that's a wonderful question. You, you are always on point. Um, no, 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 no. Woke in, I'm still trying to define exactly what woke means. But woke okay. means all that nonsense of of race and, you know, it's always race, it's always okay. racism, you know, we want to teach our kids uh, uh, if they're a boy, how, how they can be a girl in the first grade, and if they're a girl, how they can be a boy. All of that, all of that in one big snowball is is woke. And, the, okay, here's a definition. The the situation in Syracuse, right? The the man that recorded the original videotape would have us believe that these racist police officers were taking advantage of this defenseless little black child and nothing could be further from the truth. Please continue, Audrey. Okay. Well, I don't believe or I didn't see that in his video because I would have done the same thing. But if that's woke, I just want to make sure that I'm not a woke person. Anyway, in regards to this youth, I understand the fact that Something needs to be done as far as disciplining with this, that city. Or I understand the state. Why the heck isn't this child in some type of juvenile nurturing? Because dad doesn't seem to get it. And as far as saying the police owe an apology, the family, I don't know about the apology. Because what, what is the apology for? That he didn't beat him? Or no, he brought him home? No, no, the, the apology, because let's, let's face it, Audrey, these officers could have lost their careers. And I don't know. I. It very easily because the implication was that they mistreated this black child. The first one, the, the first one was that they handcuffed him, right? Nothing could be further from the truth. They did not handcuff him. The second one was that they mistreated him. And then when you add the governor responding to this, their careers were in serious jeopardy. Police department. They would have been buried if this didn't turn out the way that it has. So 
they 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 were in a very tough position. But Audrey, as always, I thank you for your call, and I still can't believe that, as you said, you're close to seventy. But Audrey, thank you. You sound you you sound sound young to me. But thank you, Audrey, for the call. Okay, let's go to Mike on the Lower East Side. Good morning, Mike. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Yeah, you know that that guy Frank was a hundred percent correct. But the police officer was also 100% correct. But we also need people like Rudy Giuliani that went out of his way as a human being, not as a mayor, to build the Cyclones in New York City and built a baseball field there in Coney Island when it was Surf Avenue or whatever it was. It was it was the, the pit in the pits at that time. It, yes. was, it was nothing. I used to ride my motorcycle on a boardwalk with my girlfriend, and there was nothing there. It was like a pit. The half of the boardwalk was gone. Okay, that's how bad that area was. What I'm trying to say is we need more caring people like Rudy Giuliani, not as a mayor, as a human being, to do more things for the young people in New York City. When I grew up, when I was a kid in the Lower East Side, we used to we used to play in, in Tompkins Square Park, and I never liked pinstripe or uni- baseball uniforms because the rich kids from Stuyvesant Town will come down with their coaches, their baseball gloves, their bats, everything else, and push us off the freaking field. Okay, because and they were only a couple of, but they only lived a couple of blocks away because we were all we 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 were all minority kids. I was white. I was Greek. Okay, but they didn't look at me as white. They looked at me as like the regular, uh, the the Puerto Rican. Uh, there was no blacks. The, the blacks were too afraid to live in the Lower East Side in the, in, in the sixties and the fifties. It was that bad. It was like Chicago. Okay, and uh, what I'm trying to say is, there's no opportunities in New York City for kids. They need to do something for these kids. They need to put the Bibles back in the schools so they have some kind of a a a, 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 a like uh, something to stand on a foundation. They have nothing. They got these stinking politicians uh, pushing all of these freaking uh, laws so that these kids and their parents can live by. We, we need to do something uh, like Giuliani did, you okay. know, as a, a human being. All right. I, I hear you, Mike, and I thank you for the call. I, I, I consistently say, uh, and I say this unbiased and objectively, and I covered him as a hard-nosed reporter. Ask him if you don't believe me. But Rudy Giuliani was one of the best things ever to happen to New York City. I didn't see it at the time when he was mayor. We would go toe-to-toe almost each and every day at every one of his press conferences. But I am telling you with what 10 years uh, uh uh, later or whatever the amount is, now that I look back and look at what the last mayor we just had, Rudy Giuliani is one of the best things that ever happened to New York City. Period. Hands down. Jeremiah in the Bronx, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Uh, good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Uh, I agree. Good morning, Dominic. I agree. Uh, that a lot of, uh, uh, that this uh, this situation with the kids is it, it's getting out of hand and uh, it needs to be checked before it gets out of hand. Something worse, the child grows up to be something worse or anything like that. But I'm beginning to notice that a lot of the callers that you're getting who happen to be Caucasian, okay, who are calling in, is always mentioning, oh, the oh, I noticed that there's a little black kid or this Latino kid uh, goes to a store and he picks up something. And he takes it without paying it, and yeah, I, I did this, blah 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 blah. It, it, I find that very peculiar. What, what, what? The white kids are, are saints that they don't do none of this stuff. I knew kids, the white kids, when they were 13 years old, were drug dealers, drug dealers selling pot at the time by weight and stuff like this. Well, and Jeremiah, I, I, we, we, we we both know that sure. all kids um, get in Correct. trouble. All kids. Correct. I, I understand. I agree. All kids. That, that's common sense. That's right. But what I'm, I'm noticing that it's all the what callers that are calling. Oh, I, I remember I had a situation when I saw this little black kid come into the store and he picks a little a can of soda, a can of water, and he's walking with me. No man, how come? Why? Why is it only it's happening that they only mention a, a, a minority kid? 
I find that peculiar. You 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 don't notice that? You didn't catch that? Mm. Well, I I try I try to listen Jeremiah to everyone within the time constraints to give them their point of view. So like for example, now there are a lot of calls coming in and I do have to step in Jeremiah and I I will try to come back and answer your question, but I'm late on a commercial break and the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. And of course, coming up at 1am Frank Morano and the other side of midnight, I will try to answer your question, Jeremiah. I'm going to take a break. I'll be back with the Chronicles and your telephone calls. Stay with us. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. And New York City is set to increase spending on beds for the homeless by $171 million per year. An increase for beds for the homeless and other services. The mayor announced Sunday, this is weeks after launching his crackdown on homeless encampments. Now, this is going uh, to go in part towards 1,400 quote-unquote safe haven beds for homeless people. It will bring the total number of safe haven beds located at smaller sites with fewer eligibility requirements than regular homeless shelters to 4,000. So we'll see if this is a step in the right direction. What we know is that uh, many, many homeless people are petrified of going into homeless shelters, fearing for their life. So maybe these um, these smaller uh, beds, shelters, these safe havens, maybe they'll work. But I've been sitting around covering journalism, what, 39, 40 years, and I just keep seeing money, more money after more money go towards the homeless problem, and it never seems to get better. In fact, it's worse now than when I started in journalism in 1985. So let's go back to the telephone calls. Uh, Coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Morano, the other side of midnight, a New York City firefighter uh, died Sunday in the line of duty. Uh, this firefighter, Timothy Klein, uh, he was trapped under a ceiling collapse and 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 uh, did not make it. A number of other firefighters injured. We are talking right now about that eight-year-old child in Syracuse, and he's had another incident. Uh, he's got to appear in juvenile court for now reportedly stealing a bicycle. Let's go to Michael in Cliffside Park, New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? Yeah, good morning. Well, the reason the child keeps committing crimes, it's very simple. I'm really surprised that you haven't figured it out. It's J. Edgar Hoover's fault. It's Donald Trump's fault. It's Governor DeSantis's fault in Florida. All these baloney, lying nonsense. All right, here's the deal. The problem is, is that the people, the normal people, unlike Frank, are going to continue to leave New York. And in a way, I pity you because you are a minority. I don't mean you're a minority because you're black. I mean you're a minority because of the way you think, because most black people do not think the way you do. That's that's the bad truth. Most black people think like Frank. It's a sad fact, but it's a fact. And the normal people and the normal black people are going to leave the city, and New York will become another Baltimore. And that's what's going to happen. New York is gone. It's finished. And as far as them bringing in more beds for the homeless, the homeless will be afraid to go there because they'll still rob them. Hey, Michael, I I, I always enjoy taking your call, but there's a bad crackle on your line. So you got your point across and I hope that the viewers were able to uh, hear what you had to say in a moment. I'm going to Sam in Trenton, New Jersey, but first Patricia on Staten Island. Good morning. You're on talk radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. I'd like to say, and here in New York, the other boroughs saying that the kids have nothing to do. They have more free things ever offered to them before. 
I mean, obviously they have the playgrounds where all you need is a ball and you got it. You could play the basketball, you could play stickball. They have libraries in the, in the summertime, offer them free programs and all year round, even for the little kids, reading to them, even the eighth graders. They have people come from zoos with pets. They have so much. They have Salvation Army. They offer camp two weeks uh, to, for the kids to get away. All the parents got to do is apply, and it's at a very low fee. That church offers group programs for the youth and the police athletic organization. Or so many things, free concerts, they have the TV, free museums, go to the zoo at certain times, it's all free. So people that say, oh, the kids got nothing to do, <laughs> that's a joke. If well, you're looking for something to do, there's something, and but it all stems from the parents. I don't know. Eight years old. Ah, eight years old. If you can't control your kid at eight, you lost it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You lost it. The the plane took off already. Yes. At eight years old. If you don't get help right away, that plane has took off, and they're going to wind up in jail. Patricia, Patricia, you you know what? That that sounds cruel, but you are a thousand percent correct. And I I was trying uh, not to say it so directly this morning, but that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. So we can sit up here and make a million excuses, uh, but at the end of the day, if there's no intervention, these situations, in particular with this eight-year-old, this is why I'm saying that the family court may have to intervene. And it's no fun a- appearing in, in family court. When I was a little boy, I had to appear in family court. And it, I, I was scared to death. But my case was different because I had to reveal to a judge awful things that had happened to me as a little boy. And I didn't want custody to be returned to my mother. And the judge decided against custody of my mother and gave custody to my grandmother for life based on what had happened to me as a child. So I understand that family court is no walk in the park, especially for a child. But I've been there, folks, and I am telling you that unless something is done with this eight-year-old, this is not going to end well very, very Fast. The child will be a teenager before you know it. Sam in Trenton, New Jersey. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, how's it going by you? I'm good, Sam. Go right ahead. Yeah, just one question first. Are you with Curtis by any chance? Curtis is not here right now, but Sam, I have a lot of calls. Please go ahead and get to the point. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, first things first, uh, that, what's that, uh, Frank? That Frank dude had no idea what he's saying. He probably has a pride flag hanging right in front of his house along with a BLM flag. That's my first point. <laughs> second okay. point is, yeah, second point is, I don't think, I, I want your opinion on this. Do all children get the same opportunity? Now, I understand I, I'm not a racist or anything. Nobody, uh, nobody I know is. Okay, know let, well, let, 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 me, let me answer it directly. No, all children do not get the same opportunity. Period. But, but it's enough where if you're a child of color, you can exceed and do well. There is no excuse for not exceeding and doing well in this great country. If you're hungry, you can get food. You can get food stamps. If you need a roof over your head, there are services. So, no, every child is not equal, Sam, but... There are ample services in this country. Uh, continue, please, before I have to move on. All right. So my point is, I think the law should be that if a, a parent has a, a past of either uh, beating the child or child abuse or she or he has anything to do with weapons of illegal sorts, I, I think the kids should be taken away or the first offense, should be they should be locked up because the chance of it happening again is probably over 90%. Now, right. I don't care what color their skin is. That mm-hmm. don't make no difference to me. Mm-hmm. But in general, it does happen with the, with, the, with the colored folk because they are living in the middle of all the crime, the, the cesspool of crime. Well, I, I'm, Sam, 
Yeah, I'm glad you said it, and and I didn't have to say it. I'm just going to leave it at that. Let's go to uh, – you made some good points there. Let's go to Pamela in Central Jersey. Good morning, Pamela. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. You know, I remember as a white kid playing on the ball field and being pushed out by the Fancy Pants Little League permit holders, you know, and I remember, you know, before it was taken over by – so it's not just non-whites get pushed off a field – you know, I got pushed off the field just wanting to play ball, and then the fancy pants leagues would take over our playground. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this concept that white white people are always, like, part of the elite and we rule, eh, that's not true. Right. Pamela, you and I know that's not true. Anybody that believes that, I, I don't know what planet they're on. But, but, you know, people make – thank you for the call, Pamela. People make assumptions and – you know, and, 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 and those assumptions just don't go away. Well, I'm going back to the telephone calls, but I'm going to bring in right now my colleague, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. We're going back to your calls in just one second. Good morning to you, Frank. Good morning, Dominic. How was your weekend? My weekend was wonderful in Rhode Island. Did you do anything great? Uh, well, I participated in a ping pong tournament yesterday, which uh, I did not win, but I hosted it. So I have some interesting stories to tell, which I will share with the audience. And uh, wow. it was always fun. We had a, a star-studded did list you play? of people. Did you play? I did, yes. I I was happy I won two games because there were some good so players could. in this. So I should no, never, no, I should I, never play you. The, the key in is ping pong. the key is making your opponent a martini before you play him. That's the key. <laughs> what do you have uh, coming up um, this morning? Well, this is uh, I like shows like this. We actually have no guests uh, today, so it's all going to be uh, the callers and me. Uh, there's a number of issues in the news that I'm going to riff on and a lot of opportunity for caller interaction, a lot of stories people may have missed, uh, a lot of fun stories that uh, that I'll look forward to highlighting. So we'll, we'll, we'll bring you the news, but we'll also manage to have some fun for the next four hours as well. Well, sounds like it's still going to be a great show, Absolutely. as it always is. We have a telephone call from Portland, Oregon. And uh, Andy, good morning. You're on WABC talking to Frank and Dominic. Hi, Dom. Yeah, listening to you on the left coast. My question or my my uh, comment was from my wife, and she says to Frank, if this kid over in Syracuse gets endless opportunities, if every crime he committed from now on was against Frank personally, like he stole from him, he right. robbed him. And, and wait, let me just say this, Andy. Him. He's referring to Frank, Frank the caller. Yeah, right, I heard the whole conversation. But, but go yeah. ahead, please Frank, continue. I'm sorry, Frank. Andy, yeah. go it's right okay. ahead with your wife. Go ahead. Yeah, and so if ever if every crime he committed was just against the other caller, Frank, would he still feel that he gets endless opportunities? Ah, the great question there. Frank Morano, he's not directing, and he's not directing it at you, but but what do you make of what he and his wife in Portland, Oregon, are saying this morning? Well, look, I think there's, uh, I think the, once we know the full story of how the police reacted, they didn't behave inappropriately. And uh, I think, uh, look, there are different rules when it comes to children. But uh, I would I would think that Frank would feel differently if these crimes were committed. Of against course, him. anyone would. Anyone yeah. would. And so, Andy, tell tell your wife she's dead on because she is correct. And in and, and terms of making that point, Andy, thank you for the call that if it involved, uh, uh, you know, a person directly, how would you respond at that point? And so, folks, I do want to say this to to the folks that are still holding on. I'm sorry I'm out of time this morning, so I cannot take any more telephone calls. But my colleague, Frank Morano, just told you that he's taking your calls all Four hours morning straight. long. The other side of midnight, Frank Morano is coming up. What's your first topic out the gate? The proper way to pronounce the Italian word for fried squid. Really? Yeah. How do you say it? Starts with a C. Calamari. Okay. Well, we'll explore that. One vote for that. Coming one, up. one vote. One, one vote. vote for that. Okay. You'll tell me the part. <laughs> Frank Morano's coming up next, folks. Keep it right there.